Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I am your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the mental illness. Excuse me, I was going to say mental health and mental illness together, so I was going to say like mental healthness, but that that doesn't sound too good. We're going over to the mental illness subreddit before we get into that. If you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and give uh, some general thoughts, some advice. Um, but I am by no means a professional, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. Uh, so today, um, I wanted to just go to this one just because you get a lot of different um, mental illnesses. I saw everything from bipolar disorder to uh, schizophrenia, well, potential schizophrenia, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, you know, one of the things that I find with the mental illness community or not not particularly the subreddit but just people who have mental illness who find who, who form communities is that they are very a lot of them can be very good but you have to also discern you know which ones are right for you um you know it, it and i i like to kind of explain it in the same way like physical fitness right some physical fitness some people need physical fitness where it will absolutely kick your butt like a boot camp, and that's fine. That's fine. You know, it, there there are some people who absolutely love that type of um, commitment. They love that type of extreme. Um, I would argue for the mo for the majority of people, though, um, that boot camp is only like is only a splurge, just like when they splurge food. Um, you know, it, it's it's a splurge in the sense that it is. You know, you feel good. You get that those endorphins moving. And then you think everything's all right, so you go back to your old lifestyle, in my opinion. Uh, so, you know, there are some people who get a lot from very, you know, from very different um, mental health approaches. You know, I have heard the, uh, geez, I wish I, I wish I remembered the name of it, but the, the one with where they, I don't want to like scare anybody from this, but it's like, it's like a, an electrocution um, type therapy. I, I, I don't want to say electrocution because that's not, that's not the right word for it. Uh, electricity, electricity therapy. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember what it is. There's actually like a, like a name for it. I can't, oh, it's literally just called electrotherapy. There was another word I thought for it, but, um, but yeah, you know, listen, I've heard people feel great after that. I've heard people feel great after, you know, certain boot camps. I've heard people feel great after, you know, all types of things. And, and I think that's the key to uh, finding a mental illness, uh, sorry, to, to finding a something that works out for you, because not everybody is going to feel the same way after, you know, simply going to a therapist. Maybe sometimes they need medication. Maybe they don't need medication. There's so many different ways to uh, approach mental illness that I think sometimes we get lost in the failures of, you know, things happening, right? Oh my God, I, these pills didn't work for me. You know, they, they killed my sex drive or th these pills didn't work for me. I got even more depressed. I got even more anxious. Um, and now I just give up on the whole industry altogether. Um, and I just, you know, we, we need to get out of that. Failure is the last step of the journey mindset. Failure is the first step to, to almost is, is usually one of the first steps in any journey, right? Um, you think about like a baby first learning to walk, right? You have to fall before you can fully walk, you know? Um, so when you, when we do go through this, you know, don't be discouraged by uh, all of these, these failures stacking up or anything like that. Um, it can be discouraging, but 
you know, that that's that's the whole point of a journey is the journey. So anyway, let's go into the first uh, post here. It says, feeling hopeless after rejection. So I was talking to this girl over Snap, went on a date, went poorly. She didn't seem interested. She's obviously not into me because of my own stupidity. I got too, quote unquote, attached after a short while. Anyway, I'm feeling freaking hopeless after this. How the heck can anyone like me? So, you know, there there is going to be this moment where, and by the way, a similar thing happened to me when I was, uh, you know, I, I was about to go on this, uh, I was about to, you know, go meet up with, with, with uh, a girl, um, you know, from a dating website and just got completely ghosted. And I didn't, I didn't know what happened, man. I was really, and you know, she's really, I was really attracted to her. Uh, you know, I, I just, I, I really, if anything, I got like a steal on it and I was like, wow, I really it was really good. And, um, you know, when that happened, I went through like a really deep depression, but, um, I didn't quit the dating, uh, dating scene. You know, I, I didn't quit that. And I think that's, that was, impo- that's important. Um, also I think there were some, not red flags, but there were definitely some, some, some signs where I was like, we don't have a lot of the same interests. I just realized that. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say like things happen for a reason, but, I do. Th- I don't think that this this marks the end of your you know dating journey by any stretch of the imagination. This is only the beginning, um, and you're gonna you know you're gonna face a lot of rejections. You know now what you want to do is figure out well what went poorly. Was it the way you dressed? Was it the way? What was it where you went to? Um, was you know was this was this girl you know maybe you guys just weren't compatible? You know actually I I thought I saw a really interesting. Um, I want to say it was like a meme or something like that, but it was, uh, I, I was watching um, a YouTube channel and they were doing meme reactions. And uh, one of the things that they did was uh, they, they were on this one meme where it said, uh, even if 99% of the population doesn't find you attractive, there's that means there's still 76 million people who are attracted to you, right? I didn't really think about it like that because, you know, there's like seven, seven billion people in the world or probably even more now. Um, so that's that's basically what it means. Right. Like even if they're even if 99 percent of the population, you still have one percent of the population of the world who still finds you attractive. And that's still 76 million people. I mean, who who's going to go through that many dates? Right. Um, but when we look at it in our own ta- in our own little world, we don't look at the big picture of those things. And I'll be real with you. I, I didn't see the big picture either. I just felt like my whole world was crashing down um, because I mean, listen, I really haven't gone through a lot of this dating stuff. Mostly I've just been asked out and I just accept like, that's kind of it, man. Um, I don't really have games, so I, I can't really give you any advice for, you know, like what, what to do with this or anything like that. Uh, but I can tell you to not give up. Um, that, that would be the, the worst thing that you can do. And also to take this as a sign that you are, you know, that you have to change everything about you, you know, just, just look at the objective things and figure out whether or not you want to continue to do them or not continue to do them. Okay. Um, and learn to read, read, read the room a little bit. Um, not saying that you did not, but sometimes I find that guys have a problem reading, um, what women are doing. Cause women, women have this thing where they, they, they say something, but they mean something else. And women are good at picking it up, but guys just can't pick it up at all. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example, right? I remembered there was this girl I was talking to, and I talked to her in front of you know, my girlfriend at the time. And so, girl walks away. I go up to my ex, and she's like, "What that? What was that all about?" And I was like, "What, what do you mean?" And she's like, 
that girl likes you. You know that, right? I was like, what are you talking about? She was looking at you, you all up and down. Uh, she gave you the side eye. I like she 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 mentioned like so many terms that I'd never even heard before. I was like, what are you talking about? I didn't see any of that. It sounded she literally just asked me where and you know like uh, she asked me like for for some direction or for some advice or something like that. And it just I don't know. It just threw me the heck off, man. I was like I was like what? I mean, it just threw me off because you know usually with guys, I mean I, with guys we are very obvious. You know I I've seen guys just straight up look at girls trying to break their neck trying to find them right. Um, whereas women are very, very subtle with what they what they do. So try and pick up more on the physical cues more than the uh, more than like exactly what she's saying. I, I would just say that like as general advice for a lot of guys out there, because I feel like we 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 stick too much to their words, not saying that their words don't mean anything. But a lot of times there's hidden meaning behind what they're saying. And so um, and sometimes they, they don't like to be as direct. They want you to pick up on certain things. So. Anyway, uh, remember that's remember what we talked about in the beginning. Uh, this is just one part of the journey, and you know, as long as you keep going, the odds are you're gonna find somebody eventually that wants to go out with you. Okay, the the odds are the odds are stacked in your favor. In fact, right there is, let's just let's just say let's just throw out a number there. I I don't think this is true, but let's just say like half the population is uh is, is female right now. Like the like half the population in America is uh is uh is female right just, just just think about that right it's not but let's just say it is right um you don't hear me doing this calculation right now you don't know me so 165 million people are still out there I'm sorry uh, 165 million uh women are still out there in the u.s let's say you're not attracted to like I don't know, 1% of them are like, uh, let, let's say you're not attracted to 50% of them. That's still a whole lot of people. It's still in the millions that, that are out there for you. Um, and that's why I always tell people to expand their circle a little bit. Sometimes we, we, we grow into these circles and they're very comfortable, but once you get out of your comfort zone a little bit, your options start to grow just a bit more. So anyway, uh, best of luck with that. Uh, trouble with therapists is the next post here. It says, I've been to three different therapists in the past couple of years. The first one didn't seem, uh, sorry, the first one didn't listen to me properly. Uh, just like I didn't read that properly. Uh, the second one said, quote, I don't know how to help you, end quote. And me and my third therapist have just agreed that I'm not making progress and she doesn't feel like she's helping me. So I'm going to try a new therapist, but this whole thing is really disappointing. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Why can't they help me? I mean, I'm not a complicated case. It's just depression and anxiety. It shouldn't be this hard for them to do their jobs, right? Do you guys have any tips on how to get better results from therapy? Because at this point, I think I'm probably doing something wrong. I'm upset and frustrated. I'm trying to get better, but the world's really saying, no, forget you. Um, so one thing that I tell people is that when you go to therapy, you need to put in a little effort as well. I'm um, not saying that this person did not, but I think this is just generalized. It's just for anybody out there listening to this. Um, when, when when you go to a therapist, what happens to me, and I've talked about this before, is that I tend to forget about everything that I was dealing with once I get into the therapist's office. Once I get into the therapist's office, I have no idea what all about all the bad things. And then I just talk about how great I'm doing. And then I, I end up forgetting, wow, I completely forgot about that time that I got like, you know, I got hammered and, you know, got kicked out of a bar or, you know, anything like that. Right. Um, it got to the point where I was really, 
you know, I just I would forget. So I'd, I would write down notes. And I'm not saying you have to write down a full essay or you have to keep a journal or anything. Just write down like little bullet points of what you uh, what you want to talk about. Right. Um, guide the conversation a little bit or uh, add. Um, what was I say? I contribute to the conversation a little bit. Um, one of my friends went to the, went to a therapist one time and I, I I remember he was really frustrated with it. And I was wondering why. And when he told me why. He said that he was frustrated that they didn't, you know, you know, you're a therapist. I mean, you should be, shouldn't you be asking me the right question to, you know, do this or do that. Um, and that's not exactly how therapy works. Therapy has to go both ways. You need to be able to it, let the therapist know um, roughly what's going on. And obviously that can help through um, a diagnosis of some sort. doesn't always have to be a diagnosis. You do not have to be mentally uh, you don't have to be mentally ill or severely mentally or uh, yeah, severely mentally ill uh, to go to a therapist. You can go if even if you're not, you know, you're not diagnosed with a, a, a some type of disorder. But um, you know that that way they kind of know roughly what range you're in, all that kind of stuff. Um, I find that sometimes people don't even know what what the pro like they they're so they lack any introspection to the point where they, they've never even thought about what's wrong with them. They they nowadays it seems like a lot of people look out into the world and say, what is wrong with the world that is making me like this? Instead of saying, what, what is it in me that is reacting to what's out in the world like this? Right. I'm not saying that there aren't problems in the world and there are that, that you shouldn't, you know, do your best to, to, to change things, of course, but um, you don't want to, you don't want your own mental health to suffer or deteriorate because of the world, uh, you know, shutting down around you. Right. Um, especially if it's, if it's, uh, you know, I mean, you find this in sometimes with, uh, kids who are more affluent, right. Where they're, where they feel like the, the world is, is this apocalyptic place, even though they live in a very good neighborhood, they live in, you know, they, they, they live in reasonable setting, right. They're not hunting for food. They're not, uh, you know, struggling for money or anything like that. And then they, they don't, they don't know exactly what's going wrong because they feel like their problems aren't nearly as tough as some of the people who, are poorer or anything like that uh, and they don't take the problem seriously so uh, i think this goes <clears throat> with you know i i would guess i would give two pieces of advice to anybody like this um take your problems seriously and uh write down what your problems are write them down on a paper and i don't mean type them out i've heard and i, I do i do agree with this assessment i just haven't looked into it i do feel like the the physical act of writing something out is something different about it, man. I, I don't know what it is, but when you write something down with a pen and paper, a pencil and paper, whatever you want to call it, um, there's it just something different about the the interaction than just typing, right? We type all day. Okay, well, I type all day because I'm, I'm I'm writing descript I'm writing descriptions for videos, <laughs> I'm editing all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, when when you write something down, that's when it really starts to ingrain because I think you're using a, a different part of your your brain for that. I don't really know what it is, but take a, take a piece of paper, take a notepad, whatever you want to do. And then if anytime you feel something really negative, write down what that negative, that negative interaction is. And, you know, I, I this could take place. I'll give you an example of one time. Uh, one time I, I felt this really negative feeling towards a, a manager that I, I had. Right. Um, and, you know, I just, I just felt like uh, a lot of things were going on, but I just, I didn't know exactly how to put it. And then one day, I realized what it was. I realized that because uh, I went to this particular therapist for, for griefing or uh, for griefing after my father died. And I realized what it was. He was treating me a lot like my dad 
in in the sense that uh, if you guys aren't familiar with my story with my dad, I didn't have a great relationship with him. And one of the other things that happened was I wasn't getting validation for anything. Like every time I did something, my dad was always like, well, why didn't you do this? You know, and that's exactly what this manager was doing. He was like, he's always like, oh, why? I mean, why? You know, I would do something like I bring down like five pallets or something, do all this work. You know, like, well, why didn't you do this? It's like nothing for the the five pallets you know and the the thing that he would say would be anyway i'm sorry i'm not i'm not gonna go to the tangent um but anyway uh i i realized that's what it was and so i brought that even, even though i mean granted some people would say well is the isn't the therapist supposed to break that down for you right um, i'm not saying people have to break down their own things but i brought that that uh, hypothesis to the therapist and kind of said I feel like, you know, the, I feel like uh, I'm, I'm getting some of the same same feelings of trauma, uh, not trauma, but um, uh, of uh, of the same interactions that I had with my father. And, you know, it really bothers me. And then we kind of just took it off from there. Right. Um, you know, you, you try and come come with a talking point of what you want to do, uh, of what you want to address. Um, they're ultimately there to, to guide you into the right direction. They're not always there to give you advice. Um, only in like very specialized cases, I would say that's the case, but a lot of times they are trying to ask certain questions to get you to the right answer or to get you, or, or for you to unearth what it is, uh, inside you. So, um, like I said, go, come to a therapist with a plan. Do not come, do not just go to them and expect everything to be, uh, willy nilly, right? Um, come up to them with a plan, right? You, you do have a part in your own therapy. Do not forget about that. You have a you have a part in your own uh, physicals. Uh, phys sorry, your physical health as well, right? When you go to a phys uh, physical of some sort, you can always bring up, "Hey, I'm not feeling. Uh, I feel short of breath when I do this, or I feel like this, or I feel like that." Right? They they don't always know, so you have to bring that up. So why should that be any different than uh, um, should that why should that be any different than a in a um, mental health setting, right? Anyway, let's go over to the next post here. Oh, and this is what I was going to talk about. So you will you'll you might wonder why I brought this up because I talk about not being a professional, but I'll tell you why, and it has something to do with that. So can anxiety or stress cause this? I feel anxious and empty throughout the day. Uh, I occasionally wake up from vivid dreams. What concerns me is hearing things when I'm about to sleep. I worry about schizophrenia. So real quick, um, when you don't know what your diagnosis is, I call it the WebMD syndrome. Do you, do you guys know what I'm talking about? The WebMD syndrome. It's basically this idea that um, the minute anything goes wrong with you, and you know, I'm starting to see this with uh, with the pandemic as well. Anytime somebody, I don't know, has like a cough or something or a fever, right? I, I did it when I had the flu. I, I figured out it was a flu, but you know, I, I I did it, you know, when I had the flu, and I was like, I was like, is this? is this a virus or is this a flu, you know? Um, and, you know, I, I started looking up symptoms of the virus and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I want people to, to, to try not to spiral down into this, um, into this, like, oh my God, I wonder if it's schizophrenia. Oh my God, I wonder if it's this. I wonder if it's that. It, um, I, I would rather you assume... Um, assume less detrimental things, right? I want you, like, when, when you notice these things, just take note of them, right? Um, uh, I would say that uh, lack of sleep can do this. So maybe you're getting to sleep way too late. Maybe you are getting, you know, maybe you're not getting enough sleep. Um, 
those things can cause this, but there's a whole, whole host of other things that can cause this. So you want to be careful. Uh, you want to be careful with, uh, with different, uh, with, with, uh, catastrophizing what, what, what this is. Okay. Um, and definitely bring it up to a doctor. You can bring it up to a physical, a physical health doctor. Um, in fact, that would probably be the best one to bring it up to in this case. Um, you know, and listen, uh, when you are stressed and you don't have enough sleep, there is, there can be uh, hallucinations that take effect. In fact, those are when my, the biggest uh, forms of my hallucin, uh, excuse me, hallucinations uh, took effect, right? Um, it was always somewhere between 12 and, hold on, 11.30 and 3 o'clock, maybe 4 o'clock uh, w- would be around the time when those, when those, uh, you know, those crazy hallucinations would take place. And it would usually be, you know, me just not getting enough sleep as well. Um, so there's a whole host of things that can happen here, but just remember to, to, to just bring these to your doctor. Okay. Don't try and do anything crazy with them. Um, of course you can use, you can use like WebMD or anything like that to, to help you with uh, asking questions to your doctor. Right. You know, as I said before with the therapist, you know, bringing, stuff forward to your therapist and, and, and being active in your own um, mental health, right, is very important as well as your physical health. But you don't want to like go down this this uh, this rabbit hole uh, of catastrophizing yourself. Okay. Anyway, uh, best of luck with you. Let's go to the next post here. Very interesting one. It says, um, Icarus laughed. I like poetry because sometimes it explains me better than I can myself. If you know that poem, that's where I am. Uh, I'm spectacularly unwell, both mentally and physically. Chicken and egg, I don't know. <clears throat> what I do know is that there is no salvation to be had. Hoping to be fixed is far more painful than accepting your fate and uh, inexorable. It is what it is. Things get set in motion, can't be undone. I don't need platitudes. No, I cannot change this. Yes, sometimes it really is too late. When I was a kid, I was I nearly drowned. I thrashed in panic trying to swim. Realizing I wasn't getting anywhere, I stopped, felt this calm acceptance. I was going to drown. I didn't drown, but I've never forgotten it. Here we are. It's okay. It is what it is. I don't believe in God or karma, but this is nonetheless exactly how it should be. And then an interesting comment uh, down below. It says, it makes sense. Camus thought Sisyphus was happy. Um, so this is interesting. This this is an, an allusion to um, the myth of Sisyphus from uh, Albert Camus, who was a famous existential philosopher. Um, I won't get too much into it, but the idea was, uh, uh, so I'm not going to go too much into Sisyphus's myth, the myth of it, but the idea was this guy was a trickster king and eventually, and would trick the gods and eventually he couldn't trick the gods anymore. So they decided to, uh, punish him by having him, I think it was in Tartarus, but what he was, they, they ended up making him doing this thing for eternity. Um, very similar to what happened to Prometheus where Prometheus gave uh, fire to, to, to the, to the humans. And then uh, the gods punished him by chaining him up to some place and having a vulture or an eagle eat out his liver every single day, and that then the um, the liver would grow back. But he would have to he would have to sit through that pain every single day. This is basically the idea of, of Sisyphus. He would have to roll up a boulder, uh, roll it up all the way to the top, and then it would magically just all the way always come down. But that was his task, and then he would have to walk back down. Um, anyway, Albert Camus believed that uh, he he said the only way to interpret. Uh, by the way, this is me paraphrasing. So, um, the only way to interpret this is to think of Sisyphus as being happy. Well, you'd say, well, why is that? Because he has accepted his fate. 
unlike a lot of the people who sit in an office job or something like that who still think there's something um, else out there, right? They, they think that there's all this hope. But as this person said you know, before, um, that hope gets dashed, whereas Sisyphus knows what is going to happen every single time. You know, he, he accept, but he has accepted his fate, which is uh, why uh, Sisyphus is ha should be seen as happy. Uh, oh, pretty much a tragic hero in some senses. And I, I've talked about this on my anime channel a little bit. So I, I'm trying to figure out exactly what they're talking about when it, when he mentions Icarus laughed. I'm assuming he means Icarus laughed when, you know, if you guys remember the, the, the story of Icarus where um, he flew cl too close to the sun with wax wings, his father Daedalus, I think, told him not to. Then he ends up... Uh, uh, the wax wings, when he gets too close to the sun, they end up melting, and so he ends up falling down. Um, and I, I'm assuming this is more for us to accept the absurdity of our situation, which is exactly what... Um, that's what Albert Camus talked a lot about, absurdity. So, I, 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 I understand what this person is talking about, but... You also, and this goes back to something I say all the time, accept the world for what it is and accept the world for what it could be one day. So accept the world for what it is means accept reality, right? Maybe you're in a bad place. Maybe you are in uh, a, 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 what's that word that people use? In a rut, right? You're in the thick of things. You're in the trenches. And it's not that great. But... See the world for what it could be. What happens when you survive this? What happens after after this happens? What happens when you get a girlfriend? What happens when you get a boyfriend? What happens when you get a significant other? What happens when this happens? What happens when this happens, right? There is a whole host of possibilities that happen after um, or during your suffering, right? Um, that can change everything. And I think that's, that's important. And I, I fell into this thinking as well. And... The reason why I got out of it was because of YouTubing and podcasting, because I found this thing. And by the way, I, I accept the reality of the situation, right? I'm burning through my savings. Well, I will have to eventually go back to work and figure out how to, to, to schedule all this stuff together, right? I get that. But I also, uh, I've also found hope in the sense that if I put my, uh, if I invest my time into this thing, it really could start to grow, Right. You know, look at this podcast, right? I don't like to reveal numbers all of that much, but uh, it went from one person. By the way, this was this was for maybe like seven months, right? I don't know who that was. I'm assuming it may have been a family member. Who knows? Then it went up to two people. Then it went up to three people. Now we're up to five people, uh, four four or five people each each uh, each podcast, right? And that's five people. Uh, you know, six days a week, right? Thirty listens a week. And I was happy with the one person, right? I was happy with if you guys just stumbled upon the, upon this podcast at some point, and then you real, uh, you know, during one of your bad times, and then you, uh, you, you know, maybe this is exactly what you needed, and then you 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 took off, right? I don't expect uh, you know you to pledge allegiance to me after, you know, if you listen to a podcast and you know you thought it was, you know you thought you really needed to hear this because listen, I don't do that either. Okay, I I listen to you know I listen to inspirational stuff or I listen to mental health stuff. Very rarely. Um, it's very rare that I listen to it unless it's for this channel or for, um, you know, or I'm down in the dumps, right? I probably wouldn't listen to this podcast. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't, I do accept that, that uh, the possibility of one day expanding this to the point where I could help people, man. You know, I don't, I just don't want people to, to end up like me, man. And I, I, I am, 
I was get kind of emotional when I say this stuff, but I it's not that I don't want people to to end up like me, but I don't want them to end up in the alternate path that I could have taken, which would have been taking my life, right? Um, I don't care whether or not you go through the same things as me. I don't care if you t- if it takes you five or six years to realize that you're addicted and and lose friends along the way and all that kind of stuff. I've started to realize more people do that than I I, I like to to acknowledge. But I, I do want to make sure that you guys survive it because once you survive it, that's when the that's when the journey starts. The journey does not end there. The journey does not end and should not end there. The journey goes on from there. And yes, pushing that boulder up that cliff, you can you can uh, you can visualize it as as us living uh, living through life, through the mon- m- the mundaneness of life, right? But have you ever thought about the different ways you can push up that boulder? Have you ever thought about uh, what you can do in between pushing up that boulder, right? You know, the problem with this is that we're looking at uh, at an act that can only be done a couple of times differently, right? But if you look at the world, there's uh, so many ways, different ways that people can live their lives. It's much more than just pushing up a boulder and then having it fall down again. There's so many different ways. And if you only look at life in that way of pushing up a boulder, you're going to look at life exactly like that, pushing up a boulder, right? It goes one way, goes back down, goes one way, goes back down, right? And life does go through its highs and lows, but it, it's more in, 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 turn, in turn with like a 3D plane. And there's so many possibilities, uh, so many different uh, possibilities for you to go on, right? And, you know, I just don't want people to lose hope because they have accepted the mundaneness of their life or they've accepted their life. So anyway, guys, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. I'll have a link to the mental illness subreddit in the description box down below. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.